0: Yeah,
1: Piers is the drug guy oh. uh, out of the two of us. Okay, that I've smoked sense. joints before. <laughs> um, I think that's a wonderful
0: intro to the show. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Are we in the show now? We're podcast in the show, versus yeah. podcast? That's correct. Right. Great. We don't even need to deal with it. I'm Piers Ray. Marking his voice for me is Eric Ivanovich. Hello. My name is Eric Ivanovich. And then marking his voice for me is special guest.
2: Jesse Jesse Boros. Boros. Hi. Hello, Jesse.
1: Welcome
0: to the show.
2: Thanks for having me. Nice to see you again, Eric. Nice to meet you, Pierce. It's a real delight.
0: It's a real (laughs) delight. For, For people who are just tuning in, I got two things to tell you. Number one, this is the only podcast pitching show that I'm aware of anywhere what we do eric myself our special guest special guest jesse burris this week uh we come on we pitch podcasts at the end of the episode we vote on these ideas and if we can come to a unanimous agreement we're going to abandon this show and start making that podcast instead that's the first thing the second thing to note is that jesse Burrows has his own show
2: yeah dms of vancouver me and sean hagan interview dms dungeon masters uh game masters from other systems and talk about running games
0: what's your favorite system Game my f- system
2: my favorite system is probably D D. it's the one i play the most that said i haven't gotten a lot of chance lately to experiment with other systems and there's a lot that i want to try out yeah yeah like uh i want to try out the apocalypse world games there's so many like different versions of it but it's uh really straightforward and allows for more i think i feel more rp as opposed to like just combat crunch over and over and over mm-hmm. again
0: the worst part of any of any tabletop game in my opinion i hate
2: combat crunch games that are built to be combat heavy specifically yeah. can work that way but like my problem with 5e is actually the problem a lot of people have with fourth edition which is that like they feel like everything is. i feel like everything is kind of samey a lot of the time you're only doing one thing over and over again
0: oh okay yeah, yeah like that's no fun i move forward i strike yeah. i fire across crossbow querelle
1: you know what would fix that is uh so there's a game that i have called um i think it's called magic maze or mystic maze um and it's a game where uh it's a cooperative game everyone plays together and there's a dwarf and an elf and a wizard and a fighter and uh you all control all the characters it's just that one person can only move north and south one person can only move east and west one person can only take the stairs and one person can only do something else, like I can't remember. There's some other thing that one person can can do. Right. It's a lost Like Viking open doors seven. or something. Right, okay. But it's not like the wizard goes upstairs and the dwarf moves left and right. It's like I can move the wizard north and south, the fighter okay. north and south. So that's what D D ah. should be. So there's a party where one person no. does <laughs> no. all the attacks. <laughs> One person does all no. the speaking,
0: <laughs> you. one person
1: does all the walking around, and one person casts spells. <laughs> but it's like, this person's like, okay, I'm casting the druid spell, I'm casting the paladin spell, I'm casting the ranger spell, and I'm casting the bard spell.
0: I just realized, what is... <sighs> this game mechanic sounds no fun.
2: Oh, it's awesome. Really? Yeah. Because it... <sighs> I think it sounds fun if you're not RPing heavily.
0: Well, yeah, you can't RP at all if only one person... There's no speaking in your game, I assume. In Magic Maze? No, no.
1: You're not allowed to speak. You can only... You're not also not allowed to gesture, but there is a... A token that you can place oh. in front of someone that means that they need to do something.
0: Oh, okay. So everyone's and it's, trying to figure out what to do independently of each other while watching what everyone else is doing to be like, what is he up to? What? Is, why, yeah, why they're trying he to open that door. Yeah, it's like he he needs to go over here. He th- Leave the door closed. If I could open doors, I would not have opened that yeah. door.
2: I can use this. I, I can put this in this mechanic <laughs> in a game of D. <laughs> have you played for a dungeon. Have
0: you played this game? Magic Maze? No, that Eric's I have not. Talking about? I thought amazing. at first
2: he was like misremembering the name of HeroQuest. Yeah. No. But um Ooh, I no. love Hero Quest. It's so hard to find though, because yeah. it's been out of print for like a, two decades. I know.
0: Yeah. It's impossible. I was I keep hoping they'll do a reprint of it. Oh, well yeah. they
2: do it you can get it like digitally. That's true. On Steam. <sighs> it's not the same. I already have a bunch of minis, I guess. Yeah. By the way, I,
1: I'm pitching a podcast. It's called uh the Magic Maze Show. Mm-hmm. This would be a show where the three of us play Magic. We would need a fourth person. It's not good with the odd numbers of people, but we would three of us and a special guest every week would play Magic Maze. Yeah. And then at the end of the episode, we would be like, Oh, okay, so here's what I was trying to do back when I kept moving the dwarf up the stairs, and here's what I was trying to do when I kept moving the wizard like away from the security
2: cameras. Yeah. So that sounds like it would be a great show after the game, but I thought you said we can't talk Yeah, there's the no game. talking allowed.
0: <laughs> okay, so is this a video podcast? Like, is this a vodcast? No,
1: I don't know. I feel like to keep the costs down, we should probably just keep it a normal podcast. Just sounds, right? Yeah, just, yeah.
0: Because, I mean, you already have the mixing board and the mic and the computer. Yeah, like, it's getting like getting I, a camera would be...
1: Getting a camera would be absurd, yeah. Right, you could borrow a camera. I mean, I could, I don't want to be beholden to,
2: to anyone for my creative outlets.
0: Would you like to borrow my camera? No, thank you. All
2: right. I see. The only other option is (laughs) what the, the cameras from the goblin caves
0: yeah and uh, as you know, technology in the Goblin caves can be a little bit touchy <laughs> that's right uh, yeah. <laughs> they're a very generous studio, but the, uh, magic they're
1: configured <laughs> for um, for everyone as Jonas. They're not configured for magic
0: maze. See, I always thought the problem was that the lower you descend into Cave Goblin Studios, like the you, there's kind of like a crossover between point between the mundane and magical worlds. yeah, and their headquarters is right at the like the crossover. So uh, there's like sometimes the mundane technology works, sometimes it doesn't, because it's like the world is like, Why aren't you using magical technology? And then you start using it the mundanity over to yeah. like, look, I'm not a scientist.
2: This uh this brings me nicely into my pitch, which is journey into the cave goblin caverns. Oh, um, where, brave. <laughs> uh so the three of us will gear up, you'll get your spells ready. Thank You're both you. wizards, right? Yeah. Well <laughs> I'm, I'm a magician. A, oh Yeah, okay. I'm
0: a wizard. He's a stage magician.
2: Oh. Unfortunate, but still helpful. I still spell That's essentially a bard, <laughs> right?
0: Basically, basically, he uh. he can do card tricks, close up magic. I do, I do blood magic.
1: It's it's just the same as wizard spells. Do you have to sacrifice people for blood magic? I don't oh have to. God. I don't always have yes. to sacrifice people. It's just blood. you do have to
0: sacrifice their blood, which is acquired usually through unethical means
1: yeah I mean, if I sacrifice the whole person, I get like a lot of blood that way. That's the most efficient way to harvest blood I I mean, have to sacrifice
2: a whole human wouldn't the most efficient way just be to like do a blood bank thing for all of your many peasants and the, the use longer
0: that? the blood has been away from the human heart, the less magical potency it's it got to be fresh. yeah, oh, you, you don't
1: want stale blood blood magic spells, okay.
0: really. And I only know this from hanging out with Eric. but <laughs> what you really want to do is puncture an artery right next to the heart. So that it's basically just shooting out
2: Oh, I see. Into yeah. your
0: spell, you can almost see it glitter, twilight style.
2: Mm, interesting. <laughs> you... <laughs> so, what about you? Does do your gems like recharge overnight, or?
0: Um, you know what? Uh, they're kind of just like uh, a limitless. They kind of work like nuclear batteries. Okay. You know, low level output, but they'll work for hundreds of years. Mm, so okay. the trick is to just get enough crystals. And if you were to ever come to my shack, you would see that it's almost entirely crystal at this point. Yeah. I sleep in a crystal bed. I'm wearing several crystal rings amulets.
2: They're they're very nice. I thought they might be a bit tasteless about a bit gauche But they're they're really quite you know tastefully done.
0: I hear that a lot. Look close at my buttons and my cravats Oh crystals. Yeah all crystal. All all the
2: listeners know what
1: a cravat is so don't bother asking don't email us
0: (laughs) Well, I mean they might be curious how I made a cravat out of pure crystal It is not it was not easy.
1: You had to go to school for a long time to learn how to do that
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's Wizard School is mostly
2: fashion. Uh
1: but, well, this makes
2: sense to me. Right? What
1: what about the uh, what about the podcast though,
2: journeying into the uh <laughs> yeah. we got kind of sidetracked with fashion. Okay, well, you get some blood ready, you got you make sure you're wearing the height of your crystal fashion. Oh, don't you worry. <laughs> uh I will gather some D and D books which are you know. Wait useful. a minute. <laughs> so we have
0: Two magic, u- one magic user, one stage performer slash magic user, <laughs> yeah. multi-class, and a, I'm going to say, uh, I guess your D&D class would be peasant?
2: Uh, no, you see, I'm a dungeon master. Right. Which is that means class? It I is when I have the, the book that has all the stats for all the goblins in the caverns.
0: I guess, okay, you're a scholar. Yeah. You're like a specialty peasant.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm into that. This yeah. is a great, this is a great group. Mm. No healers, no DPS, no tanks.
1: No, waste of time. That's the thing about like healing you don't need to do if you just kill everything really quickly. Uh, DPS you don't need to do if you uh, if you're healed up enough it doesn't matter how right, fast you kill as them. as we've established, yeah. we
0: have no real healers.
1: Right, uh, tank you don't need just because I don't like them.
0: You know that almost all crystal gem wizardry is utilitarian spells, mm. locking, unlocking things, <laughs> yeah, making bread rise properly, L- labeling, yeah. label. Oh, <laughs> I can label anything in this room. And finally.
2: <laughs> Uh, Well, this will come in handy, because the main purpose of our journey isn't to take over the Cave Goblin Caves, not yet. No, of course. Um, It is to map them out uh, for, you know, so when we eventually, uh, inevitably, have to combat the Goblin King, we already know where everything is.
0: Oh, I can't wait to combat that stupid Goblin King. He thinks he's so high and mighty, has his own network. Ugh
2: yeah i hate the way he treats doug it's just it's just a shame makes him stay under the table and everything it's actually
0: the one thing i like about it it's kind of funny (laughs) yeah it shouldn't be it shouldn't Um, be god knows but i'm a uh, big fan
1: of bullying i'm a uh uh what is that what is that when you're like um a master at it or you know everything about it like
0: you're an expert my,
1: like and I'm an expert, yeah, but I'm you're like, like a, the Uber bully. I'm like an aficionado of uh, bullying. Oh. I'm not like an expert at bullying other people. I, but I—I
0: I mean, you're pretty good at it.
1: I'm, I dabble, but <laughs> there's—I—I'm—I'm I'm really good at like appreciating bu- bullying, yeah, right, and like knowing like what bullying pairs with what, right?
0: I've seen how you talk to the alt right online. <laughs>
1: Um, don't talk to the alt-right on online. It's a waste of time and energy. Yes. Uh, and I, and I never feel satisfied by it. It doesn't help.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it must be very trying to go in and be like, maybe I can change this person's mind for the better. And then they're like, <laughs> no, they're,
1: they're like, no, I'm i I'm a Nazi. There's nothing you can do to change my mind.
0: <laughs> I'm just really into it
1: uh anyways uh, though yeah <laughs> we don't have to talk about Nazis. we don't have to
0: talk for one day one day of the year let's just not talk about not
1: let's talk about something like more fantastical more more interesting maybe maybe as evil but not as mundane mm-hmm. something like uh magical like a like a dragon
2: Is there a dragon in the network caverns?
0: It's Well, no one's mapped out that deep.
1: Yeah, we would have to go down there and label it with some crystal gem wizardry.
0: Absolutely. You know what? I'm going to label this room just to get us started. Magical sound effect. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'll see what I can do. (laughs) I'll just assume that it got put in there. There we go. Look. Wall. Labeled. Cave Goblin Wall. North. Okay. This one. Magical sound effect. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Cave Goblin Wall. South, is that south? Uh,
1: well, if that one is north, that one would definitely not be south. <laughs> I gotta relay. I mean, these. Hold on. they don't intersect. Okay,
0: magical sound effect. Magical sound effect. Cave goblin south on this side. Okay. Cave goblin north on this side. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> Get out of here, the, I, the listeners. If they could see which walls you're pointing to, and they, if they could see that those walls intersect, uh, they would be so furious with you. But luckily, they don't have to. They don't have to see that. No. They can just like imagine oh he's probably pointing to north and south. He's probably pointing to opposite directions at th- the very least. I
0: think we should all well, they are opposite. Mm, they're not opposite. Look, they're more adjacent. The one's over here. This one's over here.
1: They're more uh perpendicular. Completely
0: opposite ideas. <laughs> they're not the same thing. That's what opposite means. Okay. That's true. <laughs> like the root beer is the opposite of a coke. No, well, yeah, that's I, of course.
2: I well, mean I would say root beer is the opposite of a ginger ale, but okay. Well, ginger
0: ale is opposite of
1: a Coke, though, so it's it's I've, like the weapon triangle and fire emblem. Oh, uh, I
0: see. That's uh, funny. I kind of see like okay when I when I think of ginger ale, then I think of ginger beer as like an evil twin. Mm-hmm. But yeah, ginger ale it. is the evil twin. Yeah, yeah. you it's think like beer is being realistic, yeah. you think ginger ale is the good guy, mm. and ginger beer comes on the scene. You're like, who the hell is this? And then over the course of the next four or five episodes of ginger ale, the show. Um, you realize that Ginger Beer was the good guy the whole time. It's it's a big... I'm sorry, I just spoiled the whole season.
2: <laughs> Everyone is Jonas is a live-streamed, competitive role-playing podcast hosted by me, Doug Vandelay, it's Me, Eric ivanovich And me, Talia Murdoch. On twitch.tv forward slash cavegoblins every Monday at 7.30pm PST. That's so awesome. is this your show, Ginger Ale, the show?
0: Uh, no, my show is called uh, DMs of Vancouver, and it stands for Dungeon Mistresses of Vancouver. Okay. And okay. Uh, basically it's delving into the BDSM community, which gets mm. a lot of like attention and play, but not from me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you want to change that. Yeah, now they're going to get uh, a little bit of play. And basically we would just I would go on to FetLife, mm. and I would just reach out to different mistresses, maybe even mastresses from time to time. Is that what they're called? Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Masterysis. Uh so you're so you're a dungeon mistress, And I would get them in here and then right. we would just like talk about what they do, what their clientele is like, you know, what their what their favorite I don't know, tortures favorite album. are. Yeah, oh, favorite okay. album, favorite tortures, favorite album to play while doing their favorite torture. Yeah. Although you don't can you call it torture? I don't but,
1: think they call it torture. But
0: I mean that's kind of half the attraction of it. Well, it's depending it is, on what you're doing. Like,
1: let's see, s- s- sadism and masochism is part of like,
0: I mean, yeah. it's right there in the name.
1: I don't think they call it torture, though.
0: Well, it depends on who's doing.
1: it. I think they call it domination. Though, right? I mean, I do could. think they call it domination. Yeah, yeah. I don't unless, think they call it torture
0: unless you wanted to call it torture. Yeah, I guess if that's I'm, part I'm saying of your that thing. there are some people out there who are like well
1: we would find at least one person if we're interviewing them all one, in in Vancouver we'd find one person
0: who calls it torture I think it's more likely we'd find like the uh, the masochists who would want to call it torture mm. rather than the, uh, the 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 masters sadists? and mistresses oh, okay um well master m- sorry mistress uh. and mistress yeah and whatever uh, there's got to be a neutral term now. No, there can't be a neutral.
1: T- oh, a gender neutral term. A gender okay, neutral. Okay, yeah, term. yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, you mean like you mean like <laughs> someone who's just in between them and <laughs> yeah, is like they're saying like
1: there's part of one of the people involved in the BDSM is just like not the master and not the uh, uh, dominated, but yeah. it's just like not affiliated with one of those. Wouldn't yeah. that just be the person
2: who sells the stuff, like the tools of the trade that they use?
0: That's true. Or someone who like brings in orange slices at halftime. <laughs> like when you're all halfway done the session and everyone's like a little dehydrated because, you know, leather sweats. Be, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's
0: a But yeah, I feel like there's like a niche audience built into this show. Um, and I've been like doing a little Googling and the phrase DMs of Vancouver is already kind of popular for some reason. Yeah. So I thought that we could just like leech off of that. Um, And that's what I like. I'm not especially interested
1: in this. Well,
0: what, in the subject matter?
1: Well, it's just I don't want to be talking to people about sex. No? Like, I don't want to do a podcast where we talk about sexual stuff every single
0: episode. Well, I mean, okay, we could talk to them about just their normal lives. We, We could set it up one day and be like, hey, so you are a sex worker, but you're also really into chess. Let's talk about that.
2: Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I would listen to that show. <laughs>
0: it Could be kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, these people have like naturally unusual and interesting lives. Just, but, I feel like right. A right lot but the
1: of aspect them. of their life that is in that is like interesting is something that I I'm not really comfortable like talking I, to strangers about.
0: I feel like they would have more interesting things about them because well, everybody has interesting things. Yeah, disagreed. But you don't <laughs> disagreed. think everybody has the interesting things? I've met some very. Very dull people. Mm, Okay. I mean, they may have interesting things, but I doubt they're willing to talk about it. I feel like these people have uh, a high density of interesting stuff going on. Okay, that's probably true. Like when they're not keeping someone in a cage under their desk. They're, I I don't know, they make parade floats. I just think that the... I'm willing to gamble on it uh
1: there there could be some parade floats i just think that the like the context of the conversation will inevitably be flavored by um like the 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 podcast is called dungeon mistresses of vancouver yes like so they're gonna come on and they're gonna like talk about like uh their favorite recipe for an omelet or something or Mm -hmm. they're gonna talk about just like you know their their life up until now like i went to
2: school over here
0: I agree that we've created an expectation with this title, but there's right. nothing to say we can't just
2: subvert it. So, I've been sitting here trying okay. to come up with a gender-neutral term this whole time. Did you oh. find one? It's mixtress. 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 That's probably it. Yeah, cuz it's way better than and what I have. Our gender-neutral likes man ones that people use sometimes
0: my idea was dungeon buddy and that's way better (laughs) that actually makes sense
2: and it starts with an m
0: yeah (laughs) are you a mastress a mixtress or a mistress (laughs) Hmm. okay mixtress yeah yeah Yeah. It's definitely mixtress if you subscribe to a trinary
1: um i vote for uh i vote that mixtress is a gender neutral term for uh the dominator in a in a bdsm relationship
0: if they're gender neutral yeah, did I not say that? Sorry, maybe you did. Yeah, there was a lot of, did. There was a lot of words in a row there. I, <laughs> yeah. kind, of, I kind of, like, yeah. my brain cycled over.
2: Yeah, I definitely vote that that is the correct term.
0: And I vote for your idea, because I would really like to explore more of these cave goblins. Uh, okay, like so caves.
2: we have uh, one
1: vote for a podcast, Jesse's podcast. Yes. Uh, two votes that uh, mixtress becomes the gender-neutral term for the yeah. dominator in a BDSM relationship. Unfortunately, we do not we do not have a, an agreement. So either
0: resolution passes. This means that uh, Dungeon Buddy is still in the mix. If we had if we had decided this right now, right, and changed the fabric of reality, it would have been very difficult for me to to get the term I wanted. In. Yeah. So sorry.
2: Also, we should probably insult some like gender nonconforming people about it before we just decide. yeah before we just say it probably it,
1: yeah
0: i mean it's not <laughs>
1: it's a good thing the vote didn't go through
0: yeah, yeah i'm yeah, sure yeah. they can always just generate their own terms that's true yeah they
1: probably don't need us to vote on it yeah you
0: know what like if i <laughs> i just mean it wouldn't matter if we if we did
1: oh i see <laughs> yeah i mean i'm very they'd just be like you go on few... saying this you you go on say mixtrous so we, we have our own thing that we say
0: yeah We're like we all have different things
1: um, anyways, uh, thanks for listening to podcast versus podcast. No podcast chosen today. Unfortunate, unfortunately. That's
0: okay. That's okay. We're going to be back next week with more pitches.
1: That's correct. Uh, Jesse, where can
2: people hear from you? Where can they find you? Uh, they can find me, first and foremost, on DMs of Vancouver, my podcast that we mentioned earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. They can also occasionally find me on DMTK Chef's Night, playing a character called the Cenotaph. Um, and they can find me on Twitter at Jesse the Red.
0: what What is DMPT Chef's Night? Uh,
2: Dungeon Masters Test Kitchen. Uh, oh, okay. It's an actual play podcast, and they this is their spin-off show, Chef's Night, okay. where they run for a bunch of other Dungeon Masters.
0: Oh, that's very
2: cool. Okay. Yes. okay. So I was in the first arc as a player character, and now we've kind of built in a story thing where me and one of the other characters are uh, recapping the events of the previous episode.
1: That's pretty cool. It's like um, it's like the uh, the meta narrative in uh, uh, f- fuck was it? Uh, Welcome to the Magic Tavern. The uh, <sighs> the framing device of that that like weirdo in the spaceship who eventually is replaced by other people in the spaceship i don't think i
2: ever got to that point in the show oh man
1: spoiler alert sorry sorry. no worries it's i think it pops in like 10 episodes in oh
2: then maybe i just forgot about it
0: (laughs) i mean it's not the focus you know how there's an introduction and an outro there's an intro and an outro by a guy mocking the the cast oh right right he's in a spaceship orbiting yeah yeah he's canonically part of
1: the world the Uh, guy who does the uh the Chunt the Talking Badger is played by whatever his name is, Ari something. Arnie Meekamp? No, Arnie Meekamp no. Camp is the main oh, the, guy. Arnie Knee is played by himself, etc. Yeah um yeah he's part of the world uh. so anyways listen to that show or you could listen to
2: listen to my show listen only my show <laughs> yeah, uh, stop
0: pitching other people's podcasts <laughs> from successful networks
1: um and uh uh test kitchen is that uh, uh chef's night is that part of the same feed like if they follow no they've got they've
2: got two separate feeds okay
1: yeah so don't do not subscribe to the (laughs) test kitchen feed main feed only subscribe to chef's night because jesse's does not show up on the other one so waste of time and effort and thanks for for listening everybody
0: goodbye